here's some advice I can give. Ladies, leave your man at home because the club is full of ballers and their pockets fully grown. Ladies, leave your man at home. No, kidding. <laughs> Welcome to your mom. Your mom podcast. Your mom's podcast. This isn't any podcast. This is your mother's podcast. My mom's podcast. Nah, dude, she's your mom. With Ashley Addison and Lisa McCaffrey. Your mom is a podcast. Shut up, dude. We're back and better than ever. <laughs> are we? I, I, I don't think know. We are. I, we're back. <laughs> I know that much. And yeah. Your mom's back. Your, your mom, mom. Your mom is better than ever. Welcome yeah. back, everyone, or welcome to, because we just picked up a whole bunch of new friends and listeners uh, over the last couple of weeks. So want to shout out them first and foremost. I'm Ashley Adamson. Been working for the Pac-12 for the last 11 years. I got two young kids. I live in San Francisco. And about, I don't know, seven months ago, my friend over here, Lisa McCaffrey, agreed to do a podcast with me. And here we are, Lisa. Yeah, I have a friend. I'm so excited. I know. Yay. I didn't realize that I had to that I had to like start a podcast to make friends, but it's really worked. It really. <laughs> if you're having trouble hey, with your social life, just start a start podcast. Start a podcast. Start it, one. Start it really from has worked. Bam, you'll make a friend. Yeah. Let's go. Love it. Oh, but no, it was, I I really, and, and today we're going to do a mailbag episode because our, our last mailbag episode, we got a ton of great questions that we didn't even get yeah. to. And we heard from so many people that they love that. So we will get to some mailbag, your questions. We will answer them. Um, your but I'm answering mailbags. Your, yeah, she does. Your mom's a mailbag. <laughs> mom's a mailbag. But I right. do want to start off with just like the afterglow from the Super Bowl is real. That was yeah. such a special week and we've rolled out some of the content, but we will continue to put out um, yeah, we have, Super Bowl mini episodes. Yeah. It was one of the best weeks of my life. It was a, it was hard work, long hours, but a freaking blast. It was. It was so fun. We had our awesome table set up in sort of the middle of Radio Row, uh, partnered with Believe, who's right in front of us and all those young guys like helping us. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. It was we magical. Funnest and most fun, funnest, is that a word? Most fun interviews ever. It yeah. Was so fun. Yeah. I think what I want to ask you your favorite part, but one of my favorite sort of components to all of it, and for people who haven't, um, you know, maybe experienced Radio Row around the Super Bowl or understand what it is, basically every year, wherever the Super Bowl is, they set up a giant you know, wherever it is, this year it was at the Phoenix Convention Center, but sort of a giant room with every single media outlet that's broadcasting from the Super Bowl uh, in one space. And so we were really lucky enough to be able to be there. And as Lisa mentioned, we were with Believe. Shout out to those guys. I, I really, truly like Alex, our producer, he mm -hmm. deserves a medal for putting up with us over the <laughs> that week. It was amazing. We didn't know we were, I didn't know what we were doing. There were so many yeah. things that I thought that I sort of knew winged, and understood. We wonged it, it, whatever. We wonged yeah, it. Yeah, but we wonged it. But yeah, one of my favorite memories was the very first day we got there and there's so much going on and we're trying to get, pick up our credentials and figure out where our booth is. And then we were going to media night that night and there was just a lot of moving pieces. And it was Lisa's birthday. It was your birthday. Which and you I show did, up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you show up, but it didn't matter. It wasn't about you. You were very no. kind to not, you did not care. Oh gosh, I did. I had forgot all day. I kept forgetting it was my birthday until somebody reminded me. Yeah, literally So forgot. you show up and we're both like kind of out of it, exhausted. You had just been in Vegas for the Pro Bowl and I had just flown in at like 5 a.m. And you show up with like three bags from Party City and two bags from Target. And I don't know where <laughs> no. else where you went. 
full on. And this is, this is when I was like, God, moms really are the best because we were the only table on radio row that had like a fancy tablecloth and yep. candy, candy and mints and yep. all these different so like welcoming. mom yep. touches. It was, and by the way, it worked because people oh. swarmed. Yep. Flocked, flocked to our table. Yeah. It was well, like a what magnet. Are you about? What's going on from all yeah. over the country? Because they broadcast their local radio stations from wherever they are. So like the table behind us was the Hook'em Horns, the University of Texas table. Yes. Then there's the Dallas table. Then there's like the New York feed. So they're all feeding from Radio Row out to their respective cities. And so and, it was kind of yeah. fun. It was really fun. And, and okay, so I'm going to ask you your favorite okay, part, okay, but go ahead. ahead. No, what were you going to say? I, no, I just like, you looked like a million bucks every day. You had these beautiful bright oh. colored suits. It was like a fly to honey. Like you would walk in and like, I watched all the guys heads would turn and be like, whoa, who's that? And then, you know, they'd come over, just saunter up casually like, hey, yo, what are you guys all about? Oh, it's so good. It was so it was fun the, to watch. It was the candy. It was the, it, it was the candy. Yeah, for whatever. Sure. Yeah. But I, I will say that was honestly my, I think my favorite thing of, I mean, and we'll, we'll get into a couple of our favorite stories before we get into the mailbag, but I just think seeing you and Ed too, in your element, there were, you guys have so many beautiful connections and relationships from all of the years that he played and from broadcasting and you guys have clearly maintained. It was so fun to see all of these different people. I mean, Shannon Sharp stood up. I don't know how many people he was supposed to interview, but he beelined and came straight over and sat down right next to you. He's like, yeah, Lisa, I'm, I'm making sure that I get some time in for you. So it was just cool to see from my perspective, you know, I'm watching Christian get interviewed on a Fox set at one point and like look <laughs> over it and and five, you know, 50 yards away, you're sitting there doing an interview with Sirius or maybe it was Westwood One. That was funny. Yeah. yeah we and it was so cool. It was, and you were having way more fun than Christian for oh, sure. It was a way better interview than that, than numb nuts over there. Like what? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Christian was awesome, by the way, if you haven't, hopefully everybody who's watching has seen when he came and joined <laughs> us, but he's, I, my, I had a friend text me and she was like, Christian's hilarious. I was like, yeah, Christian is hilarious. Cause he gets it from his mom. Uh, but that's a side to him that people don't always see when he's answering. Right. I know. And Olivia yeah. said that to me a couple of weeks before she called, she was like, I just wish Christian would like, you know, in his interviews, show his personality more. Cause he is funny. He's, he's really funny and he doesn't show it a lot. Cause he's, I mean, he's just so focused during the season and that's yeah. when they're interviewing him, but yeah, he has, he has definitely, there's more depth to him than most people see, which is fun. No, so he's, he's, fun. he was awesome. He was great. So keep, keep an eye out for all that great content, but what was your favorite story oh. or favorite moment or, or, you know, biggest it's memory? All take blur. It's all a blur. It was, oh man, it, it was, I, I don't even know where to begin. It was, it was so fun from the first night, just being so nervous, standing up with a microphone, interviewing the guys. And I pretended like, like, oh, I have a son that like loves football and he watches film on you and he wants to make it to the Super Bowl one day. Do you have any advice for him? <laughs> we still need to do like a um, a wrap up of all the advice because I need to give it to Christian. Right. So everybody was giving me giving me advice on, you know, what they had to do to earn their spot in the Super Bowl because these were all the, the players that were about to play. Um, we got to interview them Monday night before the Super Bowl, and um, they gave great answers, obviously, and it was so fun. But I think they thought I was talking about like an eight-year-old little boy. For sure, that was the right. That was the. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like the couple that we re did the reveal to was the couple of guys we revealed it to were hilarious. They were like, "Wait, what?" It was so, that, that was it was that, that was, was the really best because there was a few, and then what I can't remember who it was, but somebody put it together. Like, wait, are you are you Christian's mom? Are you Christian's mom? I love I him. Think I said, I th yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, I know yeah. that. Yes, yes. He it was. was oh my gosh, it was so fun. So my also yeah. low key favorite part of that was when you told Chad Chad Henney that you hoped that yes. he was going to win MVP, yes. and then there was a chance that we thought that maybe he was going to come back totally. and actually and, be the yeah be the hero. Yeah, and then I texted you. I'm like, oh my gosh, we really can manifest things. So. <laughs> oh um, no, it was fun. It, I mean, all of yeah. it was was just a blast. I think my one of my favorite stories that came out of that was these guys from a Dallas radio station came wow. over and they had tried to schedule an interview with you ahead of time through believe. And we had had some things come up, so you couldn't do it then. But this guy came over and said, Very Hey, popular. I really, Very and first of all, everyone came to me, like everyone was coming to me. Like I was your booking agent. And I said, I, <laughs> I you can ask Lisa, she's got a few minutes. The if you want to ask her, booking, go for booking it. Booking agent all on radio row it was so good. I thought like, I, I had exactly. like a clipboard just following you. Right. Around, you're like, pulling me around here. You're uh, here next. Yeah. Don't get distracted. Lock in. But these guys from Dallas come over and ask if they can have you on. And so you go over and do this interview. And I'm thinking, why does the Dallas local radio yeah. show want? I mean, no, of course, everybody I mean, wants to talk to you. But what was no, it? Oh, yeah. So whatever. you sit down and. Yeah. Completely naive. Of course, no. But what's going through mind? I'm like, wow, Dallas like thinks I'm special. They listen to your mom. They know like that's going through my head, like all cocky. And then (laughs) I was put in my place pretty quick. Sit down. There's three guys on either side. So there's there's six. So there I think they're a big time like drive by time because it was in the after it was like a perfect time for afternoon um, drive by and come to find out it was the guy that had wished Christian to get injured before the Dallas game. And I'm like, oh, what? And how I did they tell you that? How did you figure that out? Completely blindsided by this. So I'm like, ah. Um, I'm like, wow. I started sweating. I'm like, sweating. I'm like, um, they they said, well, we weren't very nice to you. And right when they said that, I was like shocked. And they didn't they didn't know my name. They just because they saw in my like little media pass that Elizabeth. So they kept calling me Elizabeth. And I'm like, because it's my real name's Elizabeth. But don't call me Elizabeth because I'll no, I'll punch you in the face. No, I won't punch anybody. <laughs> I'm so glad you I'm called that out. <laughs> When I got it, when I got your credential application, I'm like, Elizabeth McCaffrey. And you go, don't even ever freaking think about it. So you brought it up. not (laughs) So they, yeah. And they, they kept calling. So they hadn't, they didn't even know my name. I mean, I was literally like my little high I had walking over there was just like, like squashed, like totally that's life, huh? You have highs, lows. Yeah. Boom. Right in the kisser. And they're like, we're the one that wanted your son to get really injured before the Dallas games. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So yes, it was this. And they, well, they wanted me to guess who said it. And immediately I point to the oldest guy there. I'm like, it couldn't be him. He has a nice, sweet face, and they're like, "Oh, you don't even know." And lo and behold, it was the old curmudgeon. <laughs> so that, that they they called him that, mind you. I'm like, "Wow!" And so I just said, "I'm like, dude, you guys, why don't you just wish for a better defense? How about that?" <laughs> so um, anyway, it but was, it ended uh, well, right? Like, so um, you get kind of ambushed. Let's say that, yeah, yes. you you it, get ambushed it, by these guys who who yes. had wished that your son, and that like whole thing went viral. That some Dallas yeah. local radio guy hoped that Christian like pulled a hamstring or something before the right. game. And right. then they invite you on the show, tell you that they do right. that, call you by a different name or yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, maybe they were just being respectful and calling you by your birth name. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> then at the end there, you know, there was, it, it ended well, right? It, like, right. We, guys, we, it's a, it's, it was we a good rectified. lesson. It was a good lesson for people out there. We, you know, we, we had, they, they had a half-ass, sorry, but they said, sorry to their credit, they apologized. And I said, well, okay, good. So, um, and they, they attributed Tony Pollard's injury to them, you know, as bad karma, wishing Christian, Christian ill will. So I don't know. I'm like, look, you guys, I don't know if that's the case. How 
How about we just, let's not wish injury on anyone. Let's just wish for a really good game, high competition. They're asking about competition, this and that. And then finally I turned around. I said, hey, I think we all can agree that the refereeing in the NFL needs to be cleaned up. So we all agreed on that. And we, we ended up talking about that. And they turned around and they apologized and we hugged it out. And now we're best friends. So, oh, but the best, the other thing I learned, because once I read that on Twitter, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. And I wanted to respond, of course, you know, but being mature now, mature than I used to be. Yeah. I said, no, you know, that would just bring up, it would just give it more legs. No, I'm not going to respond. Um, supposedly, um, the, uh, Niner faithful though, the, um, the fans got after them hard. Cause they said that they go, oh my gosh, they were like wishing us like to get in car accidents and our kids oh, no. to be injured and this and that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, it made me feel good that the, the Niner nation had our back. That was the one, only good thing, but let's, how about we all just not wish any, any yes. like hard calamities <laughs> on anyone out there. Let's all just, you know, let's just talk it out. Like love, and and, yeah, and love and peace. Love and competition. Just bring, bring a better defense. You yeah. Know, and, and Next time you're praying know, for something, so. pray for a better defense. Don. Yeah. We're worried about yourself as opposed to the opponent. Anyway, but we did, we hugged it out when we all, they apologized. And and the best was at the very best. end, they said, okay, and what did we <laughs> learn? And I said, and I said, mm, don't be a dick. <laughs> and then I walked off. Mic drop out. <laughs> So, yeah, so that, that was, yeah, that was one of my favorite fun, behind the yeah. scenes stories is that <laughs> I was humbled very quickly. Moment. Yeah. But then it <laughs> ended up being that they apologized and there was some synergy right. there and I'm sure that they felt the same way about the officiating that you do. And so it all, we did, that was our it all bond, turned yeah. out. It all turned out. Before we get to our mailbag questions, which we've got a lot of great ones, uh, let's first give a shout out. I want to tell you about our partners who helped us get to Radio Row in Phoenix yes. a couple weeks ago. Your mom brought to you by Flex Power and Flex Power, as many of you probably know by now, if you've been listening, they've got one core purpose, which is to help you feel great all the time. Their scent-free natural pain relief lotions and bath products help calm your muscles, clear your head and nourish your skin. For 20% off all their products, use our code YM20, YM20, and that way you can get moving and stay moving and shout out to their bath salts, which I just got some and yes. they are absolutely They're fantastic. Magical. They are magical. I love them. They got me through the first night of Radio, Radio Row, Monday night. Um, we get there. I'm in like shoes that probably, they weren't high heels, but they just weren't the most comfortable. And I had no idea that you actually work. You had to stand up like eight hours. My back legitimately was killing me and you rubbed some on my back and it did, it got me through the last couple hours of that night. So, it was good. Yeah. When you asked me if you could lay real, down and put your legs up on the wall in the middle of meeting <laughs> night and I said, no, just throw no, that flex power be. on that. And then, yeah, that was, it did keep us going. Uh, and your mom is also brought to you by Body Armor, more than a sports drink. And we love our friends at Body Armor. They offer yes. the best in sports hydration. Yes. We had it on Radio Row with us all week. And mm -hmm. I got to say, my favorite is their Body Armor Light Line. It's a yes. low calorie, Look. zero sugar. Um, Tastes great though. It does. Yeah. It's good before or after a workout I, or just anytime if you don't, no. I didn't work out at all during Super Bowl week and that made me feel a lot better, but I was at least drinking something that people- Yeah. And all the Believe out. guys, of course, were like, Drinking it. Like drinking them. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And they did launch. Yeah. There are two new light flavors that they launched this year we had, and they were awesome. So strawberry banana light and dragon fruit berry light. So check it out. We love you guys. And thank you for thank all you. of the support. Okay. Mailbag questions. Okay. Ready? Wait, can we give a shout out to some people we found that listen to us that like blast from the yes. past? I'm like, Oh yeah. We got some great out. emails. Yes. Oh. Lisa, go Oh for my this. gosh. Yeah. Um, Kathy McCarthy, like we lived with her, them when Ed and I, we weren't even married yet. Um, Ed gets signed by the Giants. We move out to, we were actually in New Jersey in their adorable house in Chatham, New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, so a shout out to them. And she sent the kindest 
um, letter or email, um, just saying that she listens. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I got, I'm like, wow, people are listening. And then yeah. I didn't even tell you this one. My very best friend growing up was her name was Genevieve Olguin and she was from Columbia. And I, we, I loved her. We were, she was in, we were inseparable. We were best friends. We had a Snoopy club, everything from like young. And she listens too. she just sent me and she loves it. So that I, love I was like, that. wow, people are listening. So anyway, reconnecting, rekindling. With... Yeah. Yes. Old, old, oh. old friendship. I love so. that. Shout out to Genevieve even the Snoopy Club because yes. I saw yeah. um I saw the article the yeah, yeah the article. don't ever talk bad about Snoopy that's one yeah. of the main rules ever. you were literally featured in the local newspaper about yeah. your Snoopy there was club. a lot was going on on Key Biscayne in 1980 <laughs> exclusive Snoopy clubs in yeah. particular seriously I read the article oh Amazing. god but I did I love that email from Kathy it made yeah. it totally just made my day we got some really great fan emails so we love hearing from you guys and that's why we wanted to do uh, some more mailbag yeah. questions. You guys just, we, we, it means the world that people are listening and here we are, we're going to answer some of your direct questions. So number one, this is my favorite one and probably the easiest one to answer. Amy Miller says, will you come to Australia to record an episode? hundred percent. Yes. I mean like, yes, like no, Amy, if know. we can stay with you, Amy, I don't know anything about you, Amy Miller, but I, if you're inviting us to Australia, if yeah. that's an invitation, like twist my arm, is yes. your yeah. mom goes to Australia done book it. Okay, book it. Um, this is from Amor4. As a fellow mom of four boys, ah, all under seven right dumb, now, God dumb. bless you. Can you give some advice on your success? <laughs> well, well, uh, here's here's some advice I can give. Ladies, leave your man at home because the club is full of ballers and their pockets fully grown. Ladies, leave your man at home. <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> Uh, that's great advice done. all right there you have no. it a more for that's what no oh my gosh okay i do have a teeny tiny piece of advice that actually worked a little bit um so when your kid at any boy especially i'm sure it works for for girls as well but for boys especially when you feel like they're having a hard time because boys don't open up very much or mine you know they if they had a problem or an issue they'd hold it in and you know as a mom i can tell immediately something's wrong unless you're luke luke will tell you because he he likes to talk because he's, he's awesome. baby angel luke the youngest he's is perfect baby angel luke he can do no wrong and he'll express himself but the others had a little more trouble expressing themselves or their feelings especially if something was going wrong because um they just wanted everything to be perfect all the time and it wasn't and they had things to go wrong so one thing i, I would do is and I, I didn't do this religiously but i did help so I would either take them outside, throw a ball with them, play Frisbee, shoot hoops, like try to do something active or even walk like, oh, let's walk up the hill or whatever. Um, do something active. And usually that will, that's almost like a truth serum with boys, especially is doing something. It kind of gets it out of them. That always, always not, didn't always work, but it helped. It would help. And it always, regardless, if not, you're doing something active and it usually flushes it out, whatever the problem is, but it helped us um, sort through issues and sort through problems better than just sitting there going, what's the problem? Like the guys don't really like to have like the focus no. on them, like sitting there face to face. It's hard for them to express themselves that way. So it took me a couple of years to learn that, but that, that was one thing that actually did help and it would get whatever issue was out, out and helped us work. Through I think things. that's, I think that's awesome advice. Lisa. And I think that is, is spot on for, and, and what I have found too, even though my kids are younger is 
figure out what your kid loves to do and then go do that with them. Mm -hmm. So if it's like art drones, drawing, drawing, art. Yeah. My, my son is so into art and yeah. you've been great about making sure that I foster that and pay attention yeah. to it. And when you just sit down and draw with them and that the moments when they are doing something that they love, those are the moments that they open up when right. you, when you ask them questions and yeah. Hey, tell me what's up or what about this? They, it feels like they're on the defensive sometimes, I think, especially as they get older. So I do, I think the, even thinking back to my childhood, the, times that I really connected with my parents was when we were doing something, I was playing basketball with my dad, or I was, you know, just it, right. going shopping with my mom, like just being yeah. something together, yeah. the two of you that you enjoy doing. I think that's, that's awesome advice. And God, I mean, yeah, God bless mom you. of four boys under seven. under seven. That's insane. And right. I'll say this. If they're all under seven right now, that was the hardest, hardest time for me as a mom. Um, so difficult but it gets easier and it gets better. I promise it was just, and it was wonderful, but it was just so physical, so active, so crazy. It's just insane, crazy. Um, but it will get better. That's all I can say. So, and it's awesome to try to cherish it as best you can. Cause it goes by so fast. Those moments. It's oh. those little moments. Yep. Yeah. I agree. And make each one feel special too. That was one thing I always felt like, Oh, I hope that I want them all to feel validated and loved. And sometimes I feel like I fell short of that, but whatever yeah. I tried. I'm sure that you did. And that's all you can do as a mom is try. Okay. Amen. They're going to be good. No, I think your kids all felt that. Um, okay. This is a great one from Kylan Mills, our girl. If you had to pick a mom who inspires you most outside of your own, who would it be and why? This is a great question. Yeah. And I actually was thinking about this last night because I saw it and I was trying to figure out who I was going to talk about. And I think I want to give two shout outs. One is I could say literally every mom we've had on this podcast yes i could put in that category i mean just the women that we have met it have all inspired me on this um but i i'd say if i'm going to pick one from the women that we've interviewed sarah thompson yes who's the mom of bryson thompson who yep. has severe epilepsy and has had it for the last six or seven years she's got you know four five kids Ugh. and four at home and her she's married to the cal football running backs coach which is how we initially got connected but she does it all and yeah. her life every minute of her life you have that you know that spidey sense that feeling of you never know when your kid's going to have another seizure you never know when x or y or z is going to happen and i can't imagine living that way and she does and it still in raising. the most beautiful way yeah, yes and still does. raising the other kids talk about giving your kids what you need right right like right. i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes into making sure that when you have a kid who who is sick how do you take care of the other kids and make sure that they're getting what they need? Exactly. Um, it's, it's a lot. And I just, Sarah, I love you. You know how yeah. I feel about you. And I, that I was an incredible you haven't listened interview. to that interview. Go back yeah. and listen to Sarah Thompson Incredible, because attitude. she was great. Yeah. And then the other one I would shout out was, um, is my late grandmother, Mary Adamson, who actually it would have been her, um, wedding anniversary. I don't know how many years, maybe 55 or 60 years today. Wow. Uh, to my grandpa. Yes. But Mary Adamson, she passed away in August of 2020. Oh. And she was truly, Lisa, I'm set. She would have absolutely loved you. Like oh. I'm, I'm actually sad that you guys never got to meet. She was a light. And the way that I would describe what was so special about her. And I remembered this was so poignant because it was right after COVID when she passed away and mm. my dad and my brother and I were going through all of her things and in, in her apartment. And, you know, it, we had gotten really close at the end. She'd moved out to San Francisco from Denver. And so we got two great years with her, oh. uh, towards the end of her life. But she, I found all of these letters and all of these amazing cards from so many different people over the years that she kept. And what I realized is my mom never worked, uh, or my, sorry, my grandmother never worked an official job, like, a, you know, a day in her life. 
And she had the most unbelievable network of people who she cared for and cared for her. Wow. And it was in the moment right after during COVID when my job was a little bit up in the air, the world was way up in the air. I didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. And it was so poignant for me to go through and see all these things and be like, it, your job is not your identity at all. And you can have such meaningful impact on the world yes. by being like who she was. She just, people wanted to be her friend. She was amazing. And she was the unconditional love that I felt from her. It, I still feel it. And I still see her like show up in all these different ways. And yeah, so shout out. She, she is a mom who has inspired me and is, you know, hopefully one day I'll make his pancakes as good as she made them because her pancakes were the shit. Okay, Ashley, I, I literally have chills because I have to say, I, I have two also, but I'm going to start with my grandmother piggybacking off that. It literally sounds like you're describing my grandmother. Oh. My mom's mom, and I called her Gungai because as a kid, I couldn't say grandmother. So I would say Gunga and that stuck. So all the grandkids call her Gunga and to this day, and it's, it was amazing. And yeah, she passed away. She got to meet Max and Christian, I think Dylan too, and then passed away soon after. But she literally is the epitome of unconditional love, just like you said, unconditional love. And she, I would kill to be like her in any way. And unfortunately I'm not, but um, she was just really yes, sweet and nice. And no, she's she was... Um, same thing though, too. She, when it wasn't, we, I didn't get the letters, but at her funeral, there were, it was packed first of all with different age groups of people. And I always thought that was so admirable. She was, she babysat, she babysat at the church. She babysat everybody, kids that she had babysat who had grown up all came to the funeral service and paid their tributes to her. And she was just like, yeah, she didn't hold a real, a real job. Like you said, like a traditional job, but she would babysit all over the Island, all over Kibiskeen and everybody knew her and loved her. And, oh my gosh, she, I remember she always had candy in her purse and she, she was amazing. Cause I was the youngest. So my mom was always with my, the other brothers and sisters. And, um, I would just go to her house and spend hours on in and she'd let me like, like play hairdresser and I do her hair and play dentist. And I'd pretend like I was oh. a dentist and she just like fostered my imagination and I cherish her and I, I love her to this day. And I, she's, she's one of the most amazing people I've ever met. And like I said, didn't do like, you know, she's not on billboard. She's not like famous, but just an incredible person that touched so many people's lives. Um, that it's, it's just incredible. So shout out to Gungai. Her name is Gungai. Named, I was named after her Elizabeth. So I should cherish the name, but oh. I just never called Elizabeth, but oh yeah, she, yeah. she's amazing. And then my number two, I have got to honor and acknowledge freaking Rihanna. Like, come on. She performed a Super Bowl halftime show pregnant. Like I was, it was, came out like a couple weeks ago that I'd run a 40 yard dash pregnant. Like, okay. The Luke was like, <laughs> barely it was barely i think we had conceived the night before maybe that's how early it was but rihanna's like a couple months there doing a super bowl halftime show that getting like taken up into the air on this platform like are you kidding me and just had a baby prior like okay shout out to that because i'm like i'm like and we're all sitting on the sofa like with a big group where i'm like yeah she's not exuding as much energy i'd like and then all of a sudden you see she's pregnant i'm like okay i'm an ass what how does that happen? I think everyone, yeah. I think everyone had a lot of people had that exact same because we were doing the same thing. And you know, the one thing that you never, ever, ever do is ask or speculate yes. if a oh. woman is pregnant. So <laughs> it, initially we're all watching it for the first. And then finally, totally. I'm like, is she 
egg pregnant? Somebody like, said, we're like, are we allowed to say that? Are we allowed? Yeah, <laughs> we did the same thing. We're all like, ah, uh, because I don't totally. want to, you know, right. I know she had a baby somewhat recently. And, right. but I will say, I, she is such Amazing. a badass, oh, that baby. And I know that there was, I think, some mixed reaction to the, you know, the entire Super Bowl sh halftime show. And I think a lot of that was based on the fact that you look at years past. And there was always some, there was like another act that came in or there was like, right. you know, a huge set change or something like where this was, it was sort of the same thing throughout the entire, now she played all the hits and she was right. freaking awesome. Right. And the moving yes. up and down, like it, I loved it. it. I thought amazing. it was awesome. It was really Visually neat. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that she, yeah. can you imagine being the person yeah. that was in charge of oh, yeah. like, because she was harnessed, I think, but you just think like one thing goes wrong, one millions cable and millions snapped. of people are watching, you've got a pregnant Rihanna. Yep. Oh God, I was, whew, and then I'm glad the everybody cutest, was okay and she's The cutest thing is her, her boyfriend ASAP was there like videoing it. It was, I, that gave me chills. Like they, I saw pictures after it was, that was like, you could just see just like a proud, dad it was great whatever it was that was really cute so anyway just well, shout out to her it, no goals. shout out to her I, that was that is a great one she yeah. that is because that She's, is all the goals to be able to just do your thing and to yeah. not you she could have yeah. easily covered it up she could have worn something that covered no. it up or she couldn't but like it was and that nobody really knew right um, leah leah Vallette, who works at the nfl network who's a great friend and you met her in, in phoenix she's yes. amazing we saw her and she was talking about how she did an interview they did an interview with um, Rihanna as part of a new podcast that the NFL just launched, Nate Burleson's podcast. And she said that Rihanna just came in and she was so wonderful and warm and sweet and low maintenance and wow. just the opposite of what you could be when you are literally one of the most, you know, global superstars ever pregnant so superstars and ever. and pregnant yeah and so she, yeah she's probably had every right to be like kind of bitchy and yeah, angry and i would have annoyed been. at whatever I been like, but, get yeah. me whatever i want right now that was okay that was a great one okay good i <laughs> just had exactly. to give her a shout out because that was fun that was really fun oh to watch. so good i'm glad you brought that up I'm very empowering for women i love kylan that. great question we appreciate yeah. you that was a good one um okay here's one from michael uh how many kids do you want christian to have <laughs> I want Christian question. to have as many. Do I get to answer this too? Yeah, you can as well. As many as he wants that he feels he can give each one adequate love and attention to and raise properly. So none. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I would love him to have a few kids. I would love him to have some daughters. Please, please, please have girls. That'd yeah. Be so cool but I uh, are you kidding? I'll love who, whatever. Um, but I, it's a, yeah, that's, that's up to him. I don't have a set number in my head that I'm like, oh, I hope he has two. I hope he has four. No, I just, I hope he has enough that makes him fulfilled. I hope they're all healthy. I hope he's, I hope he can give them each the adequate love, attention, necessary things to raise a healthy person. <laughs> I just thought about for the first time because of this question, Michael, like Christian as a dad. And I just Imagine. got like these warm, fuzzy feelings. Like he's going to be an amazing dad. He's, yeah. he's got, yeah, he needs to, I, I he will needs love to stop to breastfeeding. He's needs to be a girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You need to stop breastfeeding him first before he can um, have children. I think that is true. I think that is true. It's so creepy. I hope he has, I hope he has four kids and I hope the first three are girls. And then I hope he has a boy has, last. Oh. That's that's what I hope. That's good. So okay. that he understands what having four kids is. Cause I think it's right. good for then every, you, you know, yeah. child to understand what they did and you deserve some girls in your life and some granddaughters. Cool. So, yeah. um, okay. Yeah. I'd say all your boys, I hope they all have girls. Honestly. Be so cool. Okay. Another great one, Sarah Cazell. What has been your biggest lesson learned in your motherhood, in your motherhood journey? Ladies, leave your man at home. 
because <laughs> the club is full of ballers and the pocket's fully grown. No, <laughs> that's sort of been my like. That's mantra such a good song. Life. Yeah, that's basically just been my. I heard my it the other day, and you know, you just sing it, and you don't really think. I was singing. I don't. I didn't even really words. know the words until you said it. Yeah, yeah. I was like thinking, analyzing the words. I'm like, someone wrote that. The club is full of ballers, and their pockets fully grown. <laughs> to answer the question, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna go. No, I know. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. What was the question? I think the thing that I have learned the most in becoming a mother is that children are better than adults, for sure. Like children are better than adults, and the reason I say that, um, the awe and curiosity and joy and excitement and enthusiasm great answer that the world is missing kids embody that yes and i i have found myself i mean there was a time my son collins when he was little he was obsessed with buses he's now obsessed with trains and has been for forever i'm at the point when there was a while whenever i would see a bus i'd be like oh bus because i think you right. know even if he wasn't with you me, he'd be excited about it yes and then the train same thing every time i see a train or something train related i'm like oh Oh, Collins well, isn't here. I'm just now excited about a train. But why don't we get excited about stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, there's I think so many wonder in this world that we, yes. we just take for granted. Hey, the yes. fact I have a cell phone, I could FaceTime a kid right now. Like that's yeah. to me is a miracle. I know it sounds silly. Just every or single, no, every single thing. Nature, if you're looking a tree, like it's, it sounds so stupid, but it's like, there's so kids. many miracles all around us and we don't notice. Isn't that what, um, the psychologist, Michael, who we, Michael Gervais. Yeah. He's about, big yes. on that. And it's true. Rediscovering the wonder and amazement of the world is it's exactly it's right. To life. I do. There's, I it is. It is. Yeah. And so if we can be more like our children and that's why yeah. holidays with kids are so oh. special, like yeah. Christmas, when you have kids that are young yeah. and believe in that magic, when you're they're just, they're like overjoyed. We went to the beach last night and did a picnic dinner and just them being in the sand and on the, like it was magical and they're showing me all these things and asking all these questions and adults just get so jaded and you get used to all of these things that are total miracles going on around you and you just don't stop and pay attention. So right. that has been the biggest gift that That's I have amazing. taken from motherhood is we need to have more awe, more curiosity, more, more appreciation wonderment. for all of these little things, more wonderment because kids, kids do that naturally. And then as they get older, you know, we all sort of lose it, but we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't. So that's mine. What's yours? I'm in awe right now of that answer. I think it's wonderful. Okay. We can just move on. We can just move on if it was so good. <laughs> For real. That's, that's, I honestly think that might be the key to life. Yeah. Just it is. It is. That's along with gratitude and appreciation is just the, I know totally. everyone talks about it at nauseum, but like it is, it's the wonderment and it, it is, it's, it's amazing. Like the, like stupid things. Like if you, if you do a workout, like that's so cool. Your body can move and do and lift things and do things like I don't know the whole process of like eating really good food that tastes good. Like you taste food, like simple yes. things. Anyway, you're right. It. No, you're right. You're so, exactly yeah. right. So because cool. everything is new when you're a child, like yes. everything is new and exciting. And just yeah. it's if we looked at it through that lens, we'd all enjoy life a lot more. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's a good one. As we uh, we've just got a few more here, but the, keep them coming, please, people. If you mm -hmm. ever have any questions, just shoot us a note on our Instagram or Twitter or wherever. Uh, this is from Lido Campo. Mama to be here. Any advice for an easy labor? Oh, once again, ladies, there's no such thing at home because <laughs> no. because as you heard my birthing, one of my birthing stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lido, whatever you do, don't go listen to the Ed McCaffrey interview because you <laughs> may not want to. No, there, there's. I don't think there's no. any such thing as an easy labor. No. Um, I will give I'll you. I will tell you one thing for that helps yeah. Yeah. Labor. I'll tell you one thing that helped me when, yeah. and it was the woman who did, uh, we took like a birth prep class with this awesome woman. And she said, 
that when you think about pain as, oh, there was a great acronym for it. Let me see if I can remember this. So when you have those labor contractions and you're in pain in labor, the thing that helped me the most was that she talked about pain as uh, it's anticipatory. Like, you know that it's coming, right. Right? right? That it's intermittent. So when you think about when you break an arm or do something like the most painful thing that you've had happen in your life, you don't, A, you're not anticipating the pain and B, you don't know how it's sort of going to end and, and when it's going to end. Right. So that's something that really messes with your head. But if you can remember and tell yourself like, this is anticipated, this is, oh, purposeful. That was the other thing. There, Every single yep, contraction that you have is bringing you one step closer to meeting your little baby. And that for whatever reason of all of the like huh. birthing advice that I got, it was thinking that every contraction you had, okay, that's one fewer contraction that I'm ever going to have to have again. And it just okay. got me, it was purposeful because it just got me one step closer to meeting this little baby, this little tiny miracle. That's awesome. And that was something that really, really helped me. Now, breathing, all of that, like that is critical. Um, and just remembering, I always, always told myself too, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of women have done this before. Like this is right. not a but first, you're the first one to ever do it. <laughs> you, you feel, feel like, like you're, you're the, the first one. You feel like you're the first one. Because you're, you're like, there's no way that people would do this. <laughs> and Why they would do it again do after they did it once they do this again and again. What? It's wild. It's wild. That's, <laughs> we don't learn. We're dumb. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We, you know, they do say that you can't physically, like one of the reasons that they say that your body can't remember physical pain. Like you can remember that something hurt, but you can't actually recall what it was is because they think that, you know, biologically women would never have more than one kid if you could actually relive the pain that you right. experienced. So right. I, I don't, I don't know that we're being totally helpful for you here. Yeah. Um, well, the other Leo, thing that helped me, yeah, what were you going to say? I have to be 100% say? honest, was a freaking epidural. Sorry. It was an epidural. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That, that got me. But just make sure they don't give you too much because they gave yeah. me too much oh, when yeah. I got an epidural with Collins and all of a sudden I like, they're like push. I'm like, I don't know what I don't that feel anything. means. I don't feel anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's no such thing as an easy labor, but I will say just thinking about those contractions and pain as purposeful yeah, and that you're going to get through it. And what you're going to have at the end is the most amazing yes. thing that you will ever do have in your whole entire life. I just ran into a guy in the supermarket yesterday who, a guy that um, the boys played with, played against in high school. He had, his, he has an 11 month old baby. He's this huge guy. He played for, um, I don't know, Green Bay, a bunch of teams, tight end big guy and he's got a bunch of tats and I like almost started crying. I got overwhelmed with joy just seeing this big man with his cutest little 11 month old little girl sitting in his shopping cart. And I had no, I'd had not seen the baby or anything. And I was just over, overcome with joy for him. And just seeing it was magical. It was amazing. Um, wait, Hey Dylan, come here. I'll show you what came out of me. <laughs> yeah. This was worth, if yeah. you haven't heard the birth story, is, by the way. Lisa's bleeding out. Can you come say hi to Ashley? This came out of me 23 hi, years ago. Hi, Dylan. That, How are you? That, this, that. this is worth, we're just talking about labor stories because we got some mailbag questions. And that, <laughs> this, this seems Wait. worth it. So you want to hear the weirdest thing? So Dylan is my adventurer. He loves to travel. His goal is to hit every continent. He's hit every continent but one. You haven't hit Antarctica, right? But all the other continents. He loves travel. So ironically he's literally been all over the world and right now he moved back to denver and is living like a, not even a half mile from where he was delivered 
His apartment looks out into Rose Medical Center where I had him. I'm like, wait, you traveled all this time to come back here right where it all began, Dylan, right here. And it was a really special, I mean, I'm sure that your mom has told you your your birthing story, Dylan, right? I've heard a few times. A couple times when I've been angry at him, I go, do you listen to this, son? And I just relive the birthing story over and over again. He loves it. It's amazing. Dylan, it's good to have you on the podcast. It took, yeah, this was, this was a good chance meeting. We got to actually have you sit down and, and maybe join us one of these times. Are you up for that? I'd love to. Yeah. I don't know about that. And real quick, can you just tell us what you're doing? Like, what are you up to? What are you up to right now? What's what, what are you up to these days? Job searching. Just finished up school in December. So that's why I'm over here. I'm actually, I'm picking up my suit from the house. Uh, Are you going to be interviewed? Are you one of our um, interviews that we have lined up for our uh, unpaid internship program at your mom podcast? I'm not. No, well, I'll get but, you on the uh, list, Dylan. Yes. Yet. Not yet. I'll put you on that list. But if you came yeah. on and was like our intern, maybe like it would make our ratings go up and we'd get more sponsors and then we could pay you. Just think about it. It's all about the upfront investment. Right, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, so it's like labor. It's like labor. Right. Yeah. And look, delivery. Look what I had it's to about the upfront investment. So on that note, start out. Why don't you go get me some water and coffee? Let's go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, I'm joking. You don't need to get me anything, son. Thank you. Love you, Dylan. Yeah, you as well. All right, so glad Please. that your mom birthed you all those years ago. Yeah. Um, if, if you don't end up finding a job, you know where to find us. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> love yeah. you, son. Bye. Love you, son. Bye. See? Oh, came here to pick up a tie. Go. Yeah. There you go. I love so if that. anyone out there is hiring. We've got a guy for you. We've got a guy for you. We're willing to work. He's a hard worker. Um, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's close by though. It's cool that that he's he's right by where uh, I had him. How funny is that? That is funny. Okay. Um, Mm. we only have a couple more minutes here, but I'm going to get through to, to one more. And this is Abby white. Oh, six shout out to you. She says, I'm a teen, Ashley. I'm a teen who wants to become a sports writer or broadcaster. Do you have any advice? First things first, Abby. Um, I've got like so much more advice than you probably would ever want. So email me. And this goes for anybody who's listening to this who wants to get into this. I love talking to young people who want to get into the business. Mm-hmm. Ashley at yourmom.co. Ashley at yourmom.co. Send me an email and we'll we'll set up a time to chat. But the highest level thing that I usually tell people is that this is a relationships-based business. And if you never forget that and always remember that your goal and the people who are the best in this business are people who can establish relationships and maintain them. And to remember that it's not about you in this world. We get so, it's so easy to think about because everyone starts their own podcast and it's like all about me and I'm asking all these great questions and I'm a superstar because I got all these followers on social media. But if the people who are at the best in this industry are the ones who bring out the best in other people, it's the inverse charisma where you are bringing out, you are making people feel comfortable and bringing out the best in them. So the biggest piece of advice I would have for you is focus on the questions that you ask on a daily basis when you're not on camera. Think about how you're interacting with people and following up with people and being genuinely back to the curiosity and wonderment. Like that is at the root of being a great broadcaster and reporter and host or whatever it is. It's making the people around you feel comfortable, making sure that they feel set up to be successful. And that's a huge part of it. There's a million other things that I can talk about. So shoot me an email and we'll we'll get together sometime to, to talk. But I think that's one thing that I, um, it took me a little bit to realize because you get so, especially as women, when you first start out, when I first started out, I felt like I don't know as much about, you know, my trivia on like who won the, you know, Cy Young in 1985. Like I would have these guy friends of mine 
quiz me on like, oh, well, who's the, you know, who is the captain of the Colorado Avalanche in 1997? Like just, just coming, trying to come at you. Yeah, it was, just, yeah. it was, it was just active. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> See, we could, this is why you should have been a sports broadcast because you probably know all the answers. But I, I ask really shitty questions and I don't care about people. So I would, I know. See, that's where it fell They off. could have molded us together. We would have really nailed it. Well, the places we could have gone. Um, but yeah. And I think that that's once you realize like, that's not, it's never that it's going to be that I'm going to be able to name everybody on every roster or whatever, but what, I finally realized is the reason that I could do this job and the reason that it was a thing is because of the relationships that you establish people. So just start those now. Don't take them for granted. Treat and everybody I good. At, at the Super Bowl, I watched you work and it was amazing. You were, Thank you did that. And you do, you do bring out the best in people. You ask poignant questions, pe questions that, you know, leading questions that make, that build people up. I shouldn't say leading, but you ask people that, that build people up and allow them to answer. And it's always positive And I do, I respect you. I love your work. <laughs> Oh, thank I you, Lisa. That really means a lot. You so just Abby, gave me little goosebumps. Go back yeah. and watch Ashley's interviews and just and you write her questions down and, and they're they're so good. And they're and they're yeah, you're listening great. too. It's not like you have these like but you're like listening to the response and then acting accordingly or questioning accordingly. So it's it's I respect Well, that. I appreciate that. And that's the one thing too that and I'm glad you brought that up because that's the other great piece of advice is that people think it's all about presentation and it, yes, there is part of it that comes with doing that for a long time and you'll get, you'll get good at that. That will come. But the listening piece is the part that, and when I first started, I was so hell bent on making sure that I got to every great scripted question that I wrote and you miss all these moments because you're not asking the follow-ups that are totally natural follow-ups. So it, be in the moment, listen, and also email don't her. listen to the people email me don't listen to the people that tell you you can't do it because i've had so many people yeah say that well, you can't because do you it have that you fucked up eye remember i have that yeah it's it's my droopy eye yep <laughs> and i got my chin's too pointy yeah i was too east wrong. coast oh yeah my i was too Ironic. yeah there was yeah. i didn't they didn't like my voice or they thought my voice was too high or too low there's just everybody has an opinion so don't listen to, don't listen to them um but that was a great i mean we, we've got some more so we'll save those for next time but i just want to say shout out to our our listeners we love you guys it it literally means the world and is like cup filling to see how many people are listening and care about and are enjoying this podcast so thank you thank you thank you and lisa i miss you i was having like no. withdrawals mccaffrey withdrawals after i got back Same. from phoenix same. I, I absolutely. I want to figure out when we're going to get back together. Texting during the Super Bowl. That was so nice. And then, yeah. And then you like, dropped, you had to go to work. So annoying. I know. Back to, back to the day back job, the which speaking of which I should mention, uh, I am going to be in Las, I relocate to Las Vegas for the first two weeks of every March for our women's basketball tournaments at the back 12 and then our men. So our next yep. episode will be from my hotel room in one of my hotels somewhere in Vegas uh, in creepy. March. Yeah, or maybe really a great episode. We'll find out. Um, so, but we will be pulling out, like I said, our Super Bowl content will be rolling out over the next couple of weeks, uh, continue to roll out. And we've got some good guests coming up. So one, a mom of someone whose kid is going to go through the combine experience, a quarterback who's going through the combine experience. So looking forward to that, as well as Indomitian Sue's mom is going to join us. Um, and we've got a lot of also great uh, suggestions for podcast moms. So keep those coming too. Cause we, yeah. we are, we've got a great, yeah, if you want to hear from a mom and get their story, please email us, let us know. Cause when we'll try to get them, we'll do our best. Yeah, we will. All right. Lisa McCaffrey. I freaking love you. Love All you the moms too. out there and the dads and everybody who's doing their thing. We love you and, uh, have a great week. You too. Thank you. Peace. Mm. Your mom. Peace. Ladies leave your, your mom man out. at home.
club is full of ballers and the pockets full of grown. Ladies, leave your man at home. He's out. Your mom. Your mom goes to the club. Your mom's pockets are full blown. 